You're listening to the Uncensored Direct Marketing Show. I'm Maria Sparagas. I'm the founder of Direct Paynet and your host. Now let's dive in. So you've likely fallen on this video because you've been match listed or TMF'd and you don't know what to do or what that means and what your next steps are to get your business back up and running. It's a really frantic time. I understand, uh, you know, I get a lot of questions about this and I get a lot of people who contact me uh, because their businesses have literally been put on hold because they go and apply for a merchant account and all of a sudden they're getting declined everywhere and they're being told they've been match listed. So it is very, very nerve wracking and obviously, um, you know, this is a very serious thing and it's, it's, it's scary when you're running a business and you're doing, you know, six, seven figures a month or, or any volume that you're doing, being told that your match listed will literally, you know, cut your business at the knees, um, and will be very, very problematic for you. So, uh, I definitely sympathize with you. And especially if you don't know what it is, or you don't think you did anything wrong, which is often the case. Um, I really like you to watch this video and I'm going to tell you a little bit about, you know, what is match list? Uh, why you were match listed or explain a little, a couple of the reasons why it could have happened. And also the most important thing is really the steps you need to take to make sure that you get your business up and running. Um, and you take, you know, proactive steps to, to ensure that you, um, you know, are able to continue operating without, uh, without any burden. So, um, you know, obviously this is really shocking and it's really scary to hear, Hey, you can't get another merchant account, or it's going to be very difficult to get a merchant account because you're match listed. Um, a lot of times, you know, merchants come to us and they don't even know, uh, we're the ones who break the news. So let me tell you a little bit about what the match list is. It's going to help you understand and kind of, um, trigger any reason why you were match listed. So I do know, like I said, it's, it's shocking and it's also scary because a lot of times merchants don't even know, or, you know, don't even know why they were placed on it or who placed them on it. So it's, it's a very confusing thing and it's very, um, you know, unfortunately it's just, there's just not a lot of information on there. So I'm going to clarify a couple of things for you. And obviously if you have any questions or you're in the situation, give me a call, uh, or send me an email and, and, you know, we'll, we'll definitely try to try to help you out. So, uh, what is match list match list is basically a blacklist that's maintained by visa or mastercard. Um, it's, similar to declaring bankruptcy in the payment processing world. So, you know, when you declare bankruptcy, um, on your personal self or within a business, it's very difficult for you to obtain credit. That's the similar situation that happens with match list. If you've been match listed or TMF, uh, TMF is the match version of visa and match is what MasterCard calls it. But if you've been matched or TMF, um, getting another merchant account is just going to be extremely difficult. It's not impossible, but you know, your rates are going to be high. You're going to have terrible terms. It's going to be really difficult to scale. Uh, if you're in that predicament, um, it's used basically for merchants who act unethically or illegally. Um, and it basically tries to prevent them from easily accessing payment processing services. Uh, what is on the match list? So once you've been match listed your company name, the company address, as well as your personal name, your personal address, your website, 
any phone numbers associated uh, to you personally or to mainly your customer service on your website are added to the match list. So, you know, you can't necessarily just go and start another company and, and reapply because all that information is included in match. So all that information has to be different in order, uh, obviously, for, for the bank that you're applying with to not see that it's been placed on match. Um, the weirdest part about all of this is that you get no formal notification from your processor that places you on match. So you could be processing for a while, you get shut down, um, maybe you have a backup account or something, and then you keep you know, using it. And then all of a sudden you're looking to scale, you apply for another merchant account and they tell you, sorry, we can't take your business because you've been match listed. So it happens very often. Merchants don't know for a couple of months, a year or so that they've been match listed. And then they, it's very difficult to track down who placed you on match, why, um, finding information about, you know, how to get off of it or somebody to talk to you about it is very, very difficult. I know this sounds really strange, but you know, Visa and MasterCard, um, it's it's a membership. You're a member of Visa MasterCard, so they can decide to you know revoke your membership. So they don't necessarily have to give you any formal notification or anything. It doesn't have an impact on your credit. It doesn't have an impact on anything else other than the ability of getting a merchant account. So um, you know keep that in mind that you know you could be told you were on match, but you could have been placed a year before, but you just didn't know. You didn't. You don't get a formal notification. Um, you would only start getting a notification or a letter anything of that sort, once you know, when you try to contact the processor that you believe placed you on match. So this is a very important point um, to remember is that, you know, it can happen at any time and you may not necessarily be aware about it. Um, why are you match listed? So, I mean, the main reason is because you would have high chargebacks. You went over the thresholds. Um, I have a couple of videos, videos about chargebacks and, you know, things you should do and, and so forth to prevent chargebacks. But if you're already in the position that your chargebacks are too high, um, and you know, the golden rule is 1%. I mean, it, it's a little bit lower 0.9 for visa, 1% for MasterCard. And then there's a count, uh, like the number of transactions. So if you go over those th thresholds for a consistent period of time, it's left to the discretion of the processor to match list you to terminate your account and then to match list. So getting terminated by a processor doesn't necessarily mean that you've been match listed. You know, a processor can terminate you for any reason. Maybe your chargebacks are a little bit too high. They don't want it. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons. So just because you have high chargebacks doesn't mean you're going to be match listed. But if you're working with a processor like Stripe or PayPal or kind of those aggregator third-party processors, the ones, you know, that are super easy to plug in and get started with, those are the ones that, you know, have algorithms for these things. So they don't actually necessarily have real people looking at this data and making decisions. You fall within that algorithm and they just automatically place you on, on, on match or terminate your account and take necessary actions. So, um, you know, obviously, uh, case in point is, uh, avoid Stripe if you're in a high risk niche. Um, and if you are on Stripe and you're running high chargebacks or, you know, your chargebacks are getting higher than normal, it's a good time to start transitioning away from there. Um, obviously the visa and MasterCard rules are the same anywhere you go. It's just that there are some processors that are more tolerant to risk and they're also, maybe going to be able to terminate your account, but not put you on match where, you know, I see very often 
Stripe, PayPal, and so forth, place merchants on match, like the first month that they go over on their chargebacks. Um, another reason is transaction laundering. So this happens a lot with different companies. For example, um, you have two or three companies selling different products. Somebody makes a mistake on your router, routes transactions that are supplements to an info product or vice versa. And then you know, mass, uh, your, your processor specifically, again, I'm going to say Stripe, but the, because these situations happen a lot with Stripe and PayPal, um, they see two different companies sending transactions to the wrong account. And they think, you know, you're, you're committing some kind of fraud. They don't realize it could be an innocent mistake. And then boom, right away, you're placed on match, you're terminated and so forth. Um, that happens more often that you would be placed on match because they could see that as fraudulent activity. Um, so, Stripe, unfortunately, doesn't really have anybody you speak to. So you just have to kind of go through the, the email channels uh, and figure out, you know, how you can explain your, your way out of that. But um, they don't they don't really respond very well to saying we made a clerical mistake, which is usually what happens. Um, another reason would be that you misrepresented what you're selling. Uh, or you changed price points without telling them. So for example, if you're selling supplements and all of a sudden you add a supplement that has CBD, well, you gotta tell Stripe. And just as an FYI, Stripe will, does not allow CBD. So they would likely terminate you. So if you are you know, selling supplements and decide to add something that has CBD, you gotta get that product off Stripe and you should be looking for another merchant account. Um, another thing is, you know, let's say you have a free trial offer or you started off with, a continuity offer, went to a free trial offer, or you're changing your price points very often and you haven't informed them, well, that's another reason that they would shut you down and maybe match list you because especially when you go to like a free trial model, there's a lot of rules and regulations that are necessary to be able to maintain and have a free trial model or free plus shipping model. Um, so you cannot just kind of decide, I'm going to have like a free trial product without telling them. If you do that, they might terminate you and likely match list you because they that violates their terms. Uh, another big reason is customer data compromise. So it is your responsibility to ensure that your customer data is safe. If somebody hacks you or steals your customer information, that is your fault. And that could be seen as you being an irresponsible merchant. So again, those are grounds for match listing you. Um, and the, the most obvious is obviously fraudulent activity or illegal activity. So if you're doing something illegal, you're not supposed to be selling something um, or you know, you're know you committing outright fraud, um, then that would be a reason that you're match listed. That doesn't obviously happen as often as the other reasons. Many times um, you know, at Direct Payment, I get calls from, from merchants that we've worked with in the past or just merchants who are freaking out. Um, just recently, we had a merchant that was doing two or $3 million a month uh, through Stripe and he was shut down because he changed his price points, missed an email telling him that he can't use that, he can't have those price points. So they sent them one email said, Hey, you're not allowed to have uh, this price point. Somebody in his team missed it. And all of a sudden he was shut down. Um, he called us for another merchant account and we told him, you know, obviously the bad news that he was match listed. So, you know, it, it literally brought his business you know, uh, took his business back months. He had to re remove ads and kind of try to go through different steps to understand the situation. But ultimately, Stripe does not remove people off match. It's very, very difficult. So 
keep these reasons in mind. And if you're doing anything like this, um, you know, changing price points or, you know, you don't have a handle of who's rooting the transactions for different businesses, please make sure that you, um, you know, you have a handle on that because that can prevent a lot of issues. Now, if you obviously you're here because you're on match and this has probably already happened. So let's talk a little bit about steps that you can take to start processing again, which is the most important thing. First of all, um, you know, if you realize that you've been match listed, um, you have to make sure that when you're applying for another merchant account, you tell them there's no point in you going through the whole process. The match list database is reviewed for every new account when it is um, when it is going through underwriting. So you could be wasting your time presenting everything, doing a full application. And then when they're ready to release your merchant account, they do a match check and they realize you're a match and they tell you, sorry, we can't move ahead. So there is absolutely no reason for you not to tell the processor that you're with, they will find out. So just be straightforward. And if they say, look, we can't accept match merchants, move on. You're just wasting your time. Um, another thing you should do right away is prepare a letter um, explaining the situation as well as collect any documentation from your, your processor, your current processor or whoever match listed you. So if you realize you've been placed on match, you know who placed you on match, you call them immediately or contact them through email and figure out why they placed you on match, what happened and any any information that they can give you. That's going to be very helpful for you if you decide um, to take some further action to understand their reasoning, their position behind it. Um, obviously, prevention is key. So if you have a backup merchant account, then start using it immediately. But keep in mind, if it's an active account, they don't actively check if you're on match. Uh, but if you ask too many questions and you you ask for a huge increase in your volume or you make too many changes, they may look at your file a little bit closer, realize you're on match and terminate you. So if you do have that backup merchant account or backup you know, payment processor, just kind of keep things on the down low. Don't ask too many questions until you're kind of set up elsewhere and you have some options. Because if you do, you risk them finding out you're on match and then terminating you. So you want to make sure you keep that option, you know, on the table for yourself and you do not uh, rock the boat, so to speak. Um, Another thing you should keep in mind is that getting off match is very hard, nearly impossible. Um, it happens here and there if you have a strong case. If you get a lawyer to help you, obviously you'll have better chances of success. Keep in mind that a lawyer will cost you a lot of money. We're talking, you know, we're talking six figures um, for them to kind of present the whole case, go back and forth. There's a lot of uh, back and forth between, you know, the lawyer and the processor. And if it's with somebody like Stripe, it can get quite litigious and so forth. So if there's a legitimate reason for you being on match, your best bet is to try to get other processing and move on. Or um, you can contact somebody like, like me at DirectPayNet or some payment processors, and we can give you some tips on your specific situation, how to try to fight it yourself. So there are steps that you can take um, to you know, to try to prepare a case for yourself to get off. But it's, it's not... Um, you know, I, I don't want to lead you to a path of thinking that this is going to be simple for you to get off. It's, it's usually not very easy. And I have had some success getting, helping people get off match, but it's, it's, it's rare. Um, so the other thing is, is if you're applying for their merchant accounts, you're telling the other processors that you're on match, um, and you just can't get anything going. 
if all else fails, license your product to somebody else. So, you know, the other thing that you can do is if you have a successful business, uh, whether you're selling an info product, uh, supplements or whatever the case is, if you have, you know, ads built, all this stuff, you can license this out to somebody else, you know, that has another name, another puts it on another website and all that. And they could be, you know, your licensee so you can continue processing. It's not illegal to do that. You can license your product at any time, um, you know, for any reason. It's probably a good good idea to do that, to add, you know, kind of extra sources of revenue. But if all else fails and you really can't get any processing, that's your last ditch resort. You know, find a trusted friend or a potential business partner and license out the product and kind of get, the, get, get it going that way. Now, in order to get you yourself or your business a, a merchant account, it's not impossible. But I will tell you that if you're doing under $100,000 a month in volume, it's going to be very difficult because other processors and banks are not super interested in taking on a lot of risk for uh, a smaller account. So if your volume is below 100,000, you might want to take the licensing route or uh, find another solution. If you're over 100,000, you may have a case to plead to a processor by explaining what happened and, and putting some fraud measures in place and kind of cleaning up the business a little bit more. I have a couple of episodes on chargebacks, how to prevent chargebacks, how to lower your risk, all these different things. So check out, you know, the roster, uh, my playlist on chargebacks, and you can kind of get a, a lot of ideas on what you can do uh, to prevent it from happening again. So, you know, again, I feel for you. I hear about these situations, you know, a couple of times a month, and it's it's usually coming from merchants that are working with Stripe um, and had absolutely no idea how it happened or why it happened. So, you know, don't be caught off guard. If you're listening to this video and, you know, you're just kind of a little bit worried about what's happening with your account or your processing, get yourself a backup merchant account while you're working with Stripe. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to put 10 or 20% of your volume on a backup um, and having backups in every part of your business is necessary, especially something as critical as payment processing. So, um, you know, prevention is key. Get yourself a, another merchant account, no matter where you're processing, having a backup is important. And if you find yourself that you're already on match, then, you know, gather information, understand what's going on, go to a couple of processors that could be friendly to your situation, explain to them what happened and, um, you know, provide as much information and transparency as possible. Uh, and last but not least, obviously, if you're doing, you know, seven figures plus a month, it might be worth consulting a lawyer to see what you can do to, um, to get off match. But any lawyer that, it, you know, has, experience with Matchlist will tell you that they probably have a 30% success rate at most. So you have to keep that in mind. So the number one step would be for you to get your, get your business going by getting another payment processing solution or licensing out your, your business or your products right now. And at the same time, working on getting new processing and working yourself to speak to the processor who placed you on match. So I really wish you the best of luck. I know this is a very difficult situation. It could get very emotional kind of realizing that your business is now, uh, you know, on hold while you're, you're trying to figure all this out. But uh, there are definitely a lot of resources. I hope this video has helped you a little bit understand what you can do and how you can move ahead. And as always, if you have any feedback or questions specifically, pop them into the comments below. Uh, go to our website, directpainit.com or contact me directly on the different social media platforms and I'd be happy to help you out. And I wish you the best of luck in your business.